Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? Are we all good? I don't have to go to work today. And I've got no children for the first time because they're all at school. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> oh my goodness me. All my children are at school. <gasps> oh my goodness me. But we are going to have a new baby in our family. Not me. Um, I'm not going to have a new baby, but my sister is. So, yay! We're all happy, all um, excited, excited, excited. Um, so, anyway, 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 um, let's crack on. How are you? Is everybody okay? Isabella, are you feeling better now? I really hope so. Um, do you remember me telling you about that awful spider that was huge, the size of a mouse, and came running across my front room floor? well and we lost it and it went underneath the computer desk and I lost it and I couldn't find it and I kept thinking oh it's going to come out and get me <laughs> well because it could absolutely eat me the size of it <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't but you know hey um anyway we found it and it's climbed up the wall um to right to the Back, right in the corner of the front room so it's at the ceiling but it's right at the corner um, and it's right above the bookcase or one of the bookcases so I can't actually get to it because I was going to put it out but I can't actually get to it and it looks like it might have gone to sleep so it looks like it's there to hibernate now so it's going to be there for all the winter um, mind you mind you as long as it stays there and I can see it I'm okay it's if it moves that's when I don't like it because it's huge so huge but anyway um it's found the perfect place to hibernate because there is no way anybody can reach it up there <laughs> absolutely no way so Who's afraid of spiders? Who has big spiders where they live? Because I know in Australia and places like that, they have huge, massive spiders. Um, and ours, I might say that this one is big, but um, by comparison, it's really not. So who has huge, big spiders um, where they are? Oh, I bet lots of you do. Um, I wouldn't like to live somewhere where there's huge big spiders. Definitely not. Uh, right. So what was the riddle from yesterday? It was, what is the time if an elephant sits on your fence? Or what is the time when an elephant sits on your fence? Time to get a new fence. <laughs> I do like that. 
Time to get a new fence, of course. But what about this riddle? Now, we do have one from Andrew, but that's going to be for tomorrow because this one, um, I'd already got it for today. So tomorrow, Andrew, we will have your riddle that my I have actually told my son um, and he thought it was very, very good. Very, very funny. So you can all find that out tomorrow <laughs> or, or listen. Um, so today's riddle is Mississippi has four S's and four I's. Okay. But can you spell that without using an S or an I? What do you reckon? Mississippi has four S's and four I's. But can you spell that without using an S or an I? What do you think? Well, do you know what? Mississippi was the first long word that I learned how to spell at school. I can remember coming home and saying M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. <laughs> and I can remember standing up in school in the classroom and uh, reeling it out. That was the first long word I I learned how to spell. That was a long, 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 long time ago. Um. Now, I have a really, really good fun fact for you. And this is one that you can really take into school and tell your teacher because some of them won't know this. OK, um, so how come you can't see stars in daytime? You look up in the sky and all you can see is either a blue sky or a grey sky or white clouds. But you see no stars at all and not even the moon. Sometimes the moon peeks through, but no stars. So why? Why not? Is it because the sun is out? I thought it was because the sun was out and that was it. But no, that is not the answer. The answer is because the Earth has an atmosphere. OK, so the atmosphere is all round the Earth and the atmosphere scatters sunlight, rendering itself a glow. OK, so in the daytime, our atmosphere glows the same colour as the sky, sky blue. So you can't see stars during the daylight. If, however, you went to the moon, there's no atmosphere there. OK, so if you were to look away from the sun, um, it can be broad daylight but you will also see a full night sky because there's no atmosphere. So there you go. Uh, so the another question is, what altitude above the earth would you need to travel? So how far up into the sky would you need to travel 
so that you could see the stars in daylight? Well, the answer is 62 miles or 100 kilometres. And then the atmosphere will be so thin you can see the stars during the day. So there you go. How weird is that? I did not know that. I thought it was just because the sun was out. But no, not at all. There is an answer for everything, isn't there? <laughs> um, right. True or false question from yesterday was a heptagon has eight sides. Mm, does it really? I don't think so. I think it was false because it has seven sides. I think it's an hexagon that has uh, eight sides. So there you go. Um, true or false? Now, this is a difficult one. Is it true or false? The blue whale is the biggest animal to have ever lived so ever 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 including the dinosaurs is the blue whale the biggest animal to have ever lived is that true or false tell me what you think i'm really interested to know what you think because it's a difficult one Hmm. <laughs> now we have a joke um, and the joke is from Jasper, I believe. And it is funny. Um, doctor, doctor, I've broken my arm in two places. Well, don't go there again. <laughs> oh, I do love doctor, doctor jokes. Um, okay, so National Salami Day today. That's one of the days. So who likes salami? Bit, bit like pepperoni, but not quite as spicy. Um, uh, <laughs> it's neither snow nor rain day. Well, it's absolutely boiling hot here. So it's definitely not snowing and it's definitely not raining. So that's one thing they got right. But actually, it's about the post um neither snow nor rain will stop us from delivering the post i think it stops the post deliver being delivered here actually um because our post is dreadful um national buy a book day so no matter if you have three bookshelves full of books or if you've never cracked a spine in your life, um, which I hope isn't true. I hope you've all read at least one book. <laughs> um, today is a day to just buy a book, any old book. Um, it's also a day to donate. Um, if you've got books that you don't want to read anymore, um, you can donate them to uh your local library because sometimes they sell um secondhand books um you don't tend to take them at secondhand bookshops or secondhand charity shops anymore 
um, but sometimes they do. Um, and there aren't an awful lot of secondhand bookshops around anymore. We used to have one local to us and it was one of my favourite ever shops. You walk in and it just smelt of old books and you could find any book you wanted there. I used to spend ages and ages um, with my granddad just hunting through old books. Loved it. That was one of my best days out. So um, it's superhuman day today. Uh, so this is kind of um, the superhuman effort that people with disabilities um, go to to lead normal lives. So if you're in a wheelchair doing all the things that, um, you know, people tend to think they can't really do because they're in a wheelchair, but they do them anyway um, because they're almost superhuman efforts. Um, National Beer Lover Day. Mm, well, that's one for the daddies, isn't it? National Beer Lovers Day. <laughs> you can have a, um, a beer tonight when they've had enough. What do you think? Uh, National Acorn Squash Day. Now, I don't know whether acorn squash is different uh, to normal squash. I mean, I've, well, it must be because we have butternut squash um, and I quite like that. But um, I don't think I've ever tasted acorn squash. Maybe it's smaller. I don't know. Um, but if you grow anything like this, um, this is, I don't know, this is the the time when you're picking things, the first tomato that you see in the garden or the first raspberry or the first bean, anything like that, um, that you can pick. It's a very exciting time. Who, who grows things? Do any of you grow vegetables or fruit in your garden or, um, you know, just in a pot somewhere? Um, a few carrots maybe do any of you grow anything because do you know what it is so lovely to be able to see um things growing my children sit they when they get up in the morning when we've planted seeds they get up in the morning and that's the first thing they do is go and look to see if they've got little sprouts and they actually love when they first see the green shoots poking through. <laughs> um, they get very excited. So that's all the days of um, today for today, uh, apart from it's being the 7th of August and apart from it being uh, Thursday, which I'm loving because I, uh, 7th of September, not 7th of August, what am I on about? Um, 7th of September even. Uh, so I've actually written down 7th of August. Duh. Um, and it's Thursday, which I love because it's just <gasps> peace day today. Um, I'm going to be grumpy by the end of the day because it is so hot. Um, I do not like we know I do not like this heat. 
So I am going to be very, very grumpy by the end of the day. Now, I asked you yesterday, um, what book were you reading? That was the first question. And number two, what talent have you got? So, Isabella, you didn't tell me whether you were feeling better or not, but you did say that you love writing stories, which you have already told me. So, um, but you've said here that your whole class loves reading them. So that sounds as if they must be really good. Um, I would so love to read read one. Um, maybe you could send it on an email or something. I would love to be able to read one of your stories. And that is your talent. Um, Mia, you're reading Harry Potter at the moment. Which one? Which Harry Potter are you reading? Uh, there are quite a few to choose from. <laughs> um, I love Harry Potter, I have to say. Um, 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 what are we? Um, where else? Oh, somebody new. Well, I've got a couple of new people, um, but I don't know who it is um, because all I've got is the U. Well, I'm assuming it's the username, unless it is an actual name. Um, Terzuz, T-E-R-S-U-Z. Um, so let me know if that is your name, how you pronounce it, if it is. And if not, what is your real name? Your talent is archery. Wow, that is one awesome talent. <gasps> Shooting arrows at people. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely um, impressed with archery. Um, you've read so and you read so many books. Um, but you also, like Isabella, love writing them as well. Well, the same goes for you. I would love to read one of your books if you want to send it in by email. Um, love to read one of your stories, definitely. Uh, I like writing, I have to say. Um, I've nearly finished my second book. My first book is out there, all published. Um, so I'm a published author. <laughs> Makes me sound very grand, doesn't it? Um, so Mally, you are, um, a new person to be messaging in as well, which is lovely. Hi. Um, I really do like, um, love, love it when new people message. So Mally, you, you answered your, uh, a little, little, I'll start again. You answered the question from the day before, which is what toppings do you like on your pizza? And you like tomato sauce pepperoni, ham and sweet corn. Well, I love the pepperoni, ham and sweet corn. Not so much the smarter sauce, but all the other sweet corn. I love sweet corn. Could eat quite happily. Um, definitely a tin of sweet corn. <laughs> all cold, just eating it. Uh, Jasper, you said you like tomato sauce, pepperoni and cheese. Mm. Well, um pepperoni and cheese definitely um and i think that was it for the um oh andrew you have asked for little miss brainy i'm not even sure that i've got little miss brainy i've not seen that one but um i'm say i've not seen it we have so many um mr men and little miss books that it may well be in there and I just haven't read it. So 
I will be sorting through my um, Little Miss and Mr Men books later today because um, I'm trying to find Little Miss Princess because I think that was Isabella that asked for that one. Uh, so I will see if I can find Little Miss Brainy as well. Um, and we can have both of them. Uh, so, but until I find them, until I go through them, um, we have got... Ah, uh, the next story in Millie Molly Mandy. What do you think? No, is it Millie Molly Mandy? Yes. Um, no, Amelia Jane. I do um, apologise. <sighs> Don't even know what I'm talking about, do I? <laughs> no, we are Amelia Jane, Naughty Amelia Jane. And it's the next chapter. And it's Amelia Jane and the Plasticine. Well, here goes nothing. Now, Amelia Jane had been good. Good, Amelia Jane? For a long time. Wow. So good that the golden-haired doll really wondered if Amelia was ill. But she wasn't ill. As the clown said, she was just boiling up for some more mischief. Amelia Jane had found the box of plasticine in the cupboard and every night she played with the plasticine. She sat in a corner by herself and the other toys took no notice of her at all. Amelia Jane was very clever with the plasticine. She could make flowers and shells and tables and chairs and all kinds of things just like you can i expect and then of course naughty ideas began to come into her mind she had heard the teddy bear complaining that he had no tail suppose she made him one and stuck it on while he was asleep he would think he had grown a tail and what fun it would be to see him walking about proudly showing off his beautiful new tail. What would he say when it came off? Amelia J made a beautiful long tail of plasticine. It was brown to match the teddy bear's fur and it had some little blue spots here and there. Amelia Jane made some marks on it to make it look furry. It was finished at last. Amelia Jane grinned to herself and waited till she saw the teddy bear asleep in a corner. Then she crept up to him with the plasticine tail nobody was about. Amelia Jane quickly pressed one end of the tail onto the teddy bear's back. It stuck nicely. Then the naughty doll ran back to her place in the cupboard. Presently, the clockwork town clown sorry, walked along to talk to the bear. He saw the tail and he stared as if he couldn't believe his eyes. 
Hi, Teddy, Teddy, wake up, he shouted in excitement. You've grown a fine tail, you have really. The teddy woke up with a jump. When he saw his new tail curling around him like a cat's, he was so surprised that he couldn't say a word at first. Then he got up and bent himself over to have a look at it. A tail at last, he said. A real tail. I always thought I might grow one, and now I have. Tom, come and look at Teddy's beautiful new tail, cried the clown. Oh, do come, it's a fine one. Tom came, and the golden-haired doll and Amelia went too. It's magnificent, said Tom. Makes you look really handsome, Teddy, said the golden-haired doll. How clever of you to grow it all by yourself, said naughty Amelia Jane. Wasn't it clever of me, said Teddy proudly. And he walked about showing his new tail to everyone. The clockwork mouse loved it and the yellow duck said it was the longest she'd ever seen. The bear was so happy that his boot button eyes shone like lamps. Not long afterwards, the toys all sat down together to have a cups of cups of cocoa which the clockwork mouse had made for them on the stove in the doll's house. Amelia Jane sat down beside the teddy and whatever do you suppose she did? When the others were not looking she took hold of the bear's plasticine tail and with her clever fingers she made the end of it into a snake's head. Fancy that! It looked exactly like a snake, with its mouth open and two little holes for eyes. Tom saw it first and gave a shriek. Oh, look! Your tail has turned into a snake, Teddy! The bear looked down at a, in alarm, and when he saw the snake's head on the end of his tail, he jumped up with a yell. Oh, go away, snake, go away, he shouted, and he ran to the other side of the room. But of course, his tail followed him, for it was stuck to him. And it looked as if the snake was running after him backwards. Oh, poor Teddy. He was so frightened, he didn't like snakes at all. And to have his new tail turning into one seemed rather dreadful to him. Well, Amelia Jane laughed till she cried. It seemed funny to see the teddy bear rushing about with a snake tail. The toys thought she was very unkind to laugh. and The golden-haired doll shouted at her. But as Amelia Jane could shout twice as hard, that really wasn't much good. Take your tail off, silly, if you're afraid of it, called Amelia Jane. How can you grow off, take off a thing that's growing on you, stupid, yelled back the teddy. Amelia Jane ran to the bear and jerked at his tail. It came off quite easily, of course, because it was only plasticine. She threw it out of the window. The toys looked on in surprise. Then they all cheered Amelia.
How brave of you, Amelia Jane. How good of you to do that. Did it hurt, Teddy? Not a bit, said Teddy in surprise. Oh, thank you, Amelia Jane. The snake might have bitten you. You are very brave. Amelia Jane didn't tell the toys that the tail had only been plasticine made by herself. Oh, no. The naughty doll said nothing at all, but just let the toys make a fuss of her. I'll think of another plasticine trick, she thought gleefully. And, as you can guess, it wasn't very long before she did. She made a set of nice little chairs, all with seats and backs and four neat little legs. Then she went to the paint box and got the red paint. She painted those little chairs a bright red. And really, they looked simply lovely when they had finished. But of course, you couldn't sit on them because... They were only made of plasticine and would crumple up at once. But they didn't look as if they were made of plasticine when they were bright red. They looked like wooden chairs. Amelia Jane set them all out neatly in the middle of the floor. What are those chairs for? asked Tom in surprise. I'm going to have a party, said Amelia Jane, and she got a table from the doll's house. Then she called to the toys. Do come and join my party. The cakes haven't come yet, but they'll be here soon. Just come and sit down and wait a while, toys. The toys were pleased, for they loved any sort of a party. They came running over to Amelia Jane. Even the clockwork mouse came. And so did the old blue rabbit who had only one eye and no whiskers at all. Oh, do sit down, said Amelia, waving her hand to the red chairs. I hope there are enough seats for all of you. Everyone sat down. But, oh, what a shock they got. Tom's chair sank down at once, all its legs broken. He landed with such a bump on the ground. The golden-haired doll's chair tipped over backwards and she bumped her head and sat so hard on the plasticine that it stuck to her pretty blue frock. The clockwork mouse's chair crumpled up and he fell off and lost his key. One by one, all of the red chairs gave way and tipped out the surprise toys. The clown didn't know what was happening and he clutched the back of his chair so hard that he squeezed up the plasticine it was made of and got it all over his arms. <sighs> what a shock for him. Amelia Jane thought it was so funny. She laughed and laughed and laughed. It isn't funny, said Tom angrily. Is this a trick instead of a party? Yes, said Amelia Jane. Oh, Tom, you did look funny, tumbling onto the floor. 
I suppose there are no cakes coming after all, said the clown fiercely. And I suppose, too, that it was you who stuck on the teddy bear's tail and made it a plasticine. You are a very wicked doll, and you deserve to be frightened yourself. Oh, you can't frighten me, said Amelia Jane. I'm not afraid of anything. But she was, you know, she was afraid of beetles. The toys knew this and they made up their minds to punish her. They went to the plasticine box and the clown, who was clever with his fingers, made lots of big beetles, all with feelers on their heads and six legs under their bodies. The clown painted them black. This isn't a very kind thing to do, said the clown as he finished the last beetle. But really, Amelia Jane is so naughty that we must teach her a lesson. Where is she? In the toy cupboard reading, said the mouse. The clown took up the beetles and put them here and there on the floor. Then he called Amelia Jane. Amelia! Amelia! Come quickly! Amelia Jane put down her book and rushed out of the cupboard. But when she saw those plasticine beetles, she gave such a yell. Oh, oh, beetles, where have they come from? Take them away. The bear had tied a bit of black cotton to one beetle and he suddenly jerked this. The beetle jumped and Amelia Jane screamed. It's coming after me, it's coming after me, oh! She rushed back into the toy cupboard and crouched in the darkest corner. And do you know she didn't come out of the cupboard for two days? So the toys had a lovely time playing together without wondering what mischief Amelia Jane was up to. They've taken away the beetles, of course, but Amelia Jane doesn't know that. She'll think twice before she gets into mischief again, won't she? <laughs> Oh, my goodness me. Not good. Not good at all. Oh, how good are you with plasticine? Are you very good? Well, um, I'm not very good at making things with plasticine. It doesn't seem to want to bend in the way that I want it to. It doesn't make look very realistic, I'm afraid. So... Um, how about you? Are you are you good with plasticine? What can you make? Um, anyway, I am going to go uh, get my children all sorted for school and then come home and enjoy the peace and quiet. <laughs> anyway, I will see you all again um, tomorrow. So come back and join me for to, for. Uh, tomorrow and we'll do it all again okay um, until then have a great day make sure you take care and stay safe and I'll see you all again tomorrow uh, bye for now